0: grit, perseverance, and heart. Those are three things that can describe our guest on Short Time today. We'll be talking with Penn State All-American James English coming up next. You've got plenty of time for Short Time. It's the Short Time Wrestling Podcast. Jason Bryant here with you in the wake of Penn State's fourth straight NCAA Division I Wrestling Championships we're talking to one of the heroes of that team and no it's not Ed Ruth it's not David Taylor it's a sixth year journeyman by the name of James English. James if you were to ask yourself what your season would have ended like would you have figured it would have been uh, on the podium?
1: Uh yeah I mean my goal was to be a national champ so you know I I fell a little bit short of that but uh it was still definitely awesome uh getting on the podium and being able to uh put some points up for the team especially with how close the
0: uh, team race was uh, you scored six and a half points and, and looking at your results you came in unseated you knocked off the 12 seed from Appalachian State Dylan Cotrell. let's just go match by match and and what you thought you came in unseated what were you preparing for with a kid from the Southern Conference who had only had one loss in the year and you ended up winning a tight one
1: you know I was just preparing to go out and battle you know every time I knew uh with all the injuries I had and stuff, I wasn't going to be able to go out and score a ton of points, but if I could keep it close and just find a way to win every time, you know, that was that was my uh, plan, and, you know, I saw a little bit of video of every guy that I was going to wrestle and stuff, so, you know, I was prepared, but for the most part, I was just focusing on myself and uh, going out there and, and doing what I do best.
0: You moved on to take on eventual NCAA champion Jason Sertzis of Northwestern. That was a tight one. Where was your mind at after you after you lost that match?
1: I mean, it definitely sucked. I just I went there with a goal. I, didn't, I know not many people think that I could have won nationals, but I truly believe that I could have. And you know that was my goal. That's what's that's why I came back for a sixth year. I had unfinished business, and so it, it it was devastating. But you know, at that point. There's nothing I can do about it anymore, so I just had to put that behind me, and uh, I knew the team needed me. I knew it would be tight. Uh, we won a tight Big Ten title. Thinking about that loss wasn't going to do me any good. I just kind of had to put it aside and come back and try to get third.
0: You came back. You picked up two wins, and then you—you're you your, one of your tough ones it was, you know, the blood round. You've got an All-American Zach Nybert guy that's been around for a while, was on the podium last year. You win that one in sudden victory. How was was there a big set of nerves going in, or were you taking that just like any other match, knowing the importance of that individual match, not just for you but for your team?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a little bit more nerve wracking just because of the the team uh, issue, and uh, I don't know, but I tried to just take it. I think guys get too overwhelmed with nationals being nationals, and although it was my first trip there, I just tried to treat it like as any other tournament. And once you get out there and you start wrestling, it's just another match. You know, so I just try to do the same thing I do all the time. and uh, But it definitely, I think it almost helped me be in tight team race because it was just extra motivation, extra drive when I got into overtime. You know, I was like, there's no way I'm letting this guy score. Like, the team needs me now. So it was definitely extra motivation. Uh I felt like I, I wrestled, I think, three out of seven of my matches went into overtime, and I wasn't getting tired at all just because, You know, it's Nationals, it's my last tournament, and the team needs me.
0: You fell to David Habit right after the round of place and then came back and uh, at the time, I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm in the back tunnel, I'm chasing down one of the Lehigh kids for a story I'm writing for the morning call, and all of a sudden I hear the PA announcer, and I know you're wrestling Maple, and I hear the PA announcer go, James English. I'm like, Holy crap, English won that match. So, uh, what was it like to, you know, know the end your college career, not just with a victory and be on the podium, but to defeat the returning national champion in the process?
1: I mean, it was pretty awesome. No one no one wants to go out with a loss, so uh definitely you know i wanted to win my last match and it was a little bittersweet because like i said you know i i I wanted a national championship so bad and that was my goal but to be able to become an all-american after i it took me six years to even start at the end of the year so to be able to come in and become an all-american and win that last match especially with how tight it was i think we were tied at the time so it put us ahead for a little bit but um just to be able to score those points, and then uh, I don't know. I felt like I came off, and Coach Kale gave me a huge hug and stuff, and all the coaches did. And just to be able to make them proud because you know they're my role models and they're who I look up to. So I was glad that I was able to go out that there and get that for the team.
0: Let's go back backtrack a little bit. Coming out of high school, two-time state place winner out of uh, the rugged District Three in Pennsylvania, at a Central York High School. That's York County, and uh, that's for those that don't know, that's right up eighty three, kind of north of Baltimore, kind of kind of west of Harrisburg or southwest of Harrisburg. I don't know what, what would you consider it, straight south or southwest. I mean, I, my geography is a little hazy right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little bit, a little south, mostly south and a little
0: bit west. Well, anyway, it's off eighty three, so tough district. And, and looking through your results, I mean, you had a guy that was kind of in your way several times. That was James Fleming of Clarion. Uh, you know, he, he knocked you out of the championship round. You all ultimately came back and outplaced him your senior year. Of course, during that year, you also beat a teammate. Uh, you beat James Volrath as well. So, uh, you know, yeah. Pennsylvania guys everywhere in that, not just in the Penn State room, but uh, wrestling each other everywhere nationally. Coming out of Central York as third in the state, of course, Jimmy Sheptak of Maryland was, was third in the state twice. He made an NCAA final. And you talk about you believing having the chance to win a national title. A lot of kids coming out of high school. Uh, Maybe what's the difference between you or maybe kids from Pennsylvania that might take just third in the state and go, I can win an NCAA championship.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's the toughest state in the country. You know, the guys that I, I lost to Fleming who, uh, you know, was obviously a great college wrestler. And that year, actually my district, the top three that moved on to state was me, Walter Peffelman and Joey Napoli. So, you know, all great guys right there. And, uh, so, you know, and I beat I beat those guys who ended up getting, uh, Napoli and Peppelman, I beat them in the districts um, who ended up going on to win. So heading into States, I was undefeated, and, you know, that just left a bad taste in my mouth after States. I just, I don't know, I just wanted to keep working so hard, and, you know, my goal was to be state champ back then, didn't quite reach it, and I don't know, that just, if anything, gave me extra motivation to come into college, and... Being in such a tough state, you know, I, I knew I, I, I knew I could hang with those guys. I, uh, I had a lot of injuries and stuff, but when I did wrestle in college, you know, I was right there, up there. I had a couple wins over ranked guys, and uh, you know, I, I have the best workout partners, practice partners in the room. I, I was behind Frank Molinaro for a while, and you know, he's four-time All-American, national champ. So, just with all the tools we have at Penn State and the coaches we have, you know, it's hard not to succeed there.
0: Now let's talk about the the decision to go to Penn State. When you left and graduated from Central York, you went to Penn State. Uh, Troy Sunderland was still the coach. What was your yeah. your decision to go to Penn State out of Central York?
1: Oh uh, well, I just I know I one of the biggest things was when when I was like seven, eight. I went to Penn State wrestling match with my dad, and I just remember telling him, you know, Dad, that's what where I want to go. That's where I want to wrestle when I'm older. So you know, for a long time, I've been a big Penn State fan. And also, you know, they had, they had just come off placing third at Nationals and they had National Champ and it was like, to me, it was the best area. One of the, even back then, I thought it was one of the best places for me to become National Champ, uh, and to succeed. They just had so many resources at Penn State and, uh, they, I don't know, they had a couple good years and good coaches. So I, it was, it was not too far from home, but it was also, you know, a great area where I could, I was I was fine going somewhere and you know only being a starter a year or two and be, becoming a national champion, all American, rather than being a starter somewhere and not you know have the best resources, the best coaches available to help me along.
0: So you also like the 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 situation where you could actually you were close enough to come home and have your parents do your laundry on the weekends.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess for for that first year maybe. Then that didn't really happen anymore after that, but. But I did like you know I didn't want to go to California or somewhere across the nation like that.
0: During that time, uh, you know, your, your first set of injuries came across. What was the first major injury you had to had to go through at Penn State?
1: So uh, my neck, I actually injured at the state tournament my senior year. Around that time, I I injured my neck pretty bad, and I kept trying to come back too quick, and I had, ended up getting a couple of, uh, bulging discs and a stretched nerve in my neck. So Pretty much my entire redshirt year, you know, guys come in, they they redshirt, they get better, they improve. I sat out my entire redshirt year. I didn't practice at all. So I kind of got worse, if anything, just, you know, I wasn't able to do anything. They wanted me to rest, and then it got better to a certain point, but it wasn't getting any better, and I was like, you know, enough is enough. I'm tired of being off the mat. So, you know, that was my first my first big one, just the neck injury.
0: So you think some of it might have been just because from you being a little stubborn and hard headed, but like you know what I'm not sitting down I'm gonna get out there, I'm gonna keep doing this. I can fight through yeah, yes, yeah, probably well, then the transition talk to talk a little bit about the basically what was going through your mind when troy was was let go, and then that was just a it was quick i mean it was like a week it seemed that that Troy is out and kale is in you know what's what's going through your mind during that whole whole process
1: I mean. Well, I mean, first of all, I want to say, you know, I, I really like the old coaches, you know, they're the ones who recruited me, and I thought that they did a great job while they were at Penn State, so that was kind of unfortunate, That's and, you know, for them, obviously, but, uh, you know, then we had Coach Kale coming in, and, I mean, it was just, just an awesome transition, really weeded off some of the guys that really weren't fully committed, and, didn't, you know, just wanted to be on the team for being on the team, and... And then we just, I don't know, it just kind of changed the attitude a little bit of guys. And just, I don't know, everyone got so much more competitive with each other, was pushing each other in the workouts. And I don't know, it was just an awesome transition. I mean, the coaches we have now are, in my opinion, the best. I mean, four-time national champs, I think that speaks for itself. You know, best coaches in the nation. not only as coaches, but they're just great people too.
0: Yeah, how is, what's what's the biggest difference between, Uh, the previous coaching staff and this coaching staff, maybe not necessarily in a wrestling stance, but you were just saying it, you know, being better people, you know, how has the culture changed in state college within the uh, Lorenzo complex?
1: When we go in and we work hard, we work really hard. And then we also, the coach, the new coaches just do a real good job of uh, keeping it fun at the same time. You know, whether it's playing a game to warm up or just, they're just good at talking to you and keeping you loose and, so, like, guys at Penn State, you know, we love wrestling. We come practice is the best time of the day for us, you know. We're at other schools, you know, people are dreading practice. Or by the end of the year, guys are just burnt out. But I think the way that our coaches, they're just so smart with how they uh, plan out the year and stuff that we're just, we're ready to go at the end of the year, you know. Maybe not someone like me who's had so many injuries and stuff, but everyone else on the team, you know, is just like feeling good and just ready to go out and score points at nationals.
0: All right. So back into the Sanderson era, you, you come out, you wrestle a couple seasons and then obviously you're fighting some nagging injuries. Then then 11 and 12, you're out pretty much the whole year. Ex- explain that injury and, and what kept you out of action.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that year, uh, the year before that, I was behind Frank Molinaro. He was out for a while. in the beginning of the year I came in and I had some win against some, some wins against a couple of rank guys. And, you know, I thought I was wrestling pretty good, but I couldn't quite uh, beat out Frank, obviously. He was a great wrestler. And then uh, I was actually planning on going up the weight class. So I was, the next year I was going to wrestle, wrestle off at 157. So I was really, you know, hitting the weight room a lot, bulking up and stuff. And I ended up, I, I won universities and I had a good tournament there. But around that time, my shoulder started nagging me pretty bad. And, uh, you know, it was what thing where I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll just push through it. I didn't think it was that bad. And I, I got some cortisone shots in it. And, you know, it wasn't really helping and it. it just started getting worse and worse. And then finally I ended up getting an MRI, and it was torn. So uh, my labrum was torn. So I had to get surgery on that, and I missed the entire season.
0: It, 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 was there at some point you're like, man, this is, you know, you ever consider it's like, and that's another injury. I lost another whole season. Was there ever a thought in your mind that, like, you know what, I've had enough?
1: Not really at that point, because I knew I had, you know, a whole other year at least. And I was just starting to wrestle so great before I got injured. You know, I won the universities, and I was hungry. I was ready to go out there and and start and All-American and become a national champ. So as long as I had another year out there, I was just just going to do everything I could to rehab and get back and uh, wrestle as hard as I can. But then this last year that I ended up getting my medical redshirt year and had this last year, there was definitely, like I, I was injured again a lot of this last year and there was definitely points where I was like, man, I, I'm tired of going through this pain every day. And at the same time, it was like, this is my last year, this is my last chance. And if I stop now, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. So, I just kept pushing through in it through it and in the end it ended up working out pretty good.
0: you know I don't think anybody would have questioned your 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 decision to step away considering you've graduate chemical engineering dude seriously <laughs> I mean you graduated with a chemical engineering degree you're working on another degree uh, as a graduate student. Then you get the sixth year. Explain the process for those that don't know on how you go out applying for the sixth year. And, and Penn State's actually had a couple guys in the past get them. I remember DeWitt Driscoll picked up a sixth year. Explain the process and, and what the decision went into. It's like, all right, I got a petition to get this sixth year.
1: I guess the criteria, I think, is you have to be out for two full years and or not quite two full years. You just have to be out two seasons and not have wrestled past a certain date during that season, so it might be like January or something like that, for two seasons, and uh, so I definitely, I in my freshman year and my, I guess redshirt junior year, I was out the entire year, I didn't wrestle one match, I barely practiced at all, so I I guess that it wasn't too hard of a decision for them to grant me that, but you know, you have to fill out a lot of paperwork, and they take a while to get, you know, there's a lot of uh, forms and stuff, and it takes a while for them to get back to you, but you know, I was just so grateful that they were able to grant me that, and I had one more shot.
0: So, with one more shot, you, you're in the lineup. You're, you're kind of a walking wounded type of guy, for for lack of a better term. Yep. Then there's Andrew Alton, who is of, of course highly ballyhooed coming out of uh, Pennsylvania as a high school student. You know, hasn't hadn't placed yet. And then Zach Bites, a guy that's you know pretty solid coming out of high school, kind of under the radar. So you find yourself in kind of a what initially everybody thought was going to be Alton's spot he's hurt, you've got the opportunity to start, then it, it, the wheels don't exactly fall off completely, but you, you come out there and you, you lose to Kurt Dealey from Ryder and then you get pinned against Rashado in that huge, huge match at, at uh, Bryce Jordan Center. It, that, that had to be a little bit of a, a kind of a gut-check moment for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was, that was probably the frustrating... I mean, that time was the most frustrating moment in my career because I had... One thing I didn't mention was last year, actually, my other shoulder had been bothering me all year. And I didn't want to get an MRI during the season because I didn't want them to tell me that I uh, had to stop wrestling or something. And it was so cl- – like last year, I I lost the wrestle-off by one point to Andrew. And uh, so it was it was close between us back and forth. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I ended up getting an MRI after last year, and my other shoulder, labrum was torn. But just with the amount of time I had left, I'd have felt like I couldn't really get surgery between my fifth and sixth year because by the time I came back and recovered and actually got my footwork back and was wrestling good, it it would be, you know, time for nationals already. So I felt like, you know, I I made it through one year wrestling with it. I might as well try to go through one more year. So I'd already come into my sixth year. With the idea in my head, you know, my shoulders messed up, my neck's messed up, but I can push through this. I can get through this. Then during wrestle-offs, I came off the mat. I wrestled a good match, and at the beginning of the year, and I hurt my lower back. I bent over to pick up my clothes, and my lower back just started spasming. And so I had lower back problems this entire year. That's what was like. That was the main thing that was keeping me out. I tried to come back too early in those matches, and. I don't know. It was just so frustrating because I'd already come in with, you know, I'm going to push through the shoulder pain. I'm going to push through the neck pain. But for people that, that wrestle, they know, you know, if your, if your neck's bothering you, your shoulder's bothering you, and your back's bothering you, it's pretty hard to wrestle. I don't know. That was, that was just definitely a hard time. And I, I just had to do everything I could again to get back, uh, rehab and, you know i was doing acupuncture chiropractor the the trainer dan Monthly, was doing an awesome job working with me but i just couldn't get myself healthy and then uh it got, it got better to a certain point but was running out of time again so i said you know i got to do this this is this is all i have left just push through it and it was just it was hard because it was a battle every day at practice it was like just get through this drill get through this drill Get through the next drill it was frustrating a lot of pain but i'm glad i was able to push through it and and you know make it in the end
0: so during that time between the pit match on on december 8th and the edinburgh open february 8th it was basically just kind of rehabbing is that what you're basically i mean was that all that stuff you were just saying going on during those two months
1: yeah it was it was pretty much all rehabbing and you know I, i was drilling i would I would take off and I would drill and I wouldn't do too much live or anything. And it was all just, you know, trying to get to the point where I could wrestle a couple of matches in a row continuously because after those, those first two matches I had, my back was just killing me so bad. There's no way I could wrestle another match again, you know, the next day or, or a couple of matches in the weekend. So, you know, and I, I was trying to get it better. The coaches, they want to put out the guy that's the healthiest and that can score the most points for the team. And uh, I think they would cringe every time I come into their office to try to talk to them about a wrestle-off or something just because not that they didn't believe in me or, or wanted me to succeed. They just they knew how, you know, all the injuries that I had and and they didn't want to say, you know, James, I, I don't know, like you, you're probably going to get hurt again or you might get hurt again. So, you know, I just – I did – I rehabbed it as hard as I could. I took as much time off as I could, and then I was like, coach, it's time. I got I to gotta try it. So that's why I ended up going to the Edinburgh Open, and I was able to wrestle four matches in a row there without it getting too bad. So uh, after that, then then that's when we had a wrestle-off in the room and ended up coming out on top of that.
0: Now, that that's got to be an interesting dynamic because you've got three guys that have seen time in the lineup. And, and Zach Bites has actually been wrestling fairly well. And what is it like to sit there and be like, all right, you know, you've got a you've got a guy that's got a lot of hype behind him who hasn't performed. Then you've got a, a guy that's walking wounded. And then you've got a guy that's pretty much, you know, not disrespected, but he's just he, he really doesn't get a whole lot of of pump coming in with bites. So you've got three guys, three vastly different type of backgrounds. How did you guys coexist and in, in interact knowing that each one of you were trying to get the same spot?
1: Well, it's, it's definitely hard. Anytime that you have to wrestle off guys, you know, we're all so close on the team. and We're all friends. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't hard in that sense, really. It was just, you know, the day, the day came when we had to wrestle off, you know, we all prepared like matches and we went out, and we wrestled off. And then after that, we're all friends again. And, you know those those guys are great wrestlers. I think that either one of them could have done just as good as me, if not better, at nationals. It just ended up that I ended up being better those days and was able to get the spot and make the most of it.
0: How much confidence did you gain after picking up the win over uh, Justin Arthur McLaren in that dual meet in late February?
1: I don't think I gained that much. I, I guess maybe in my body that I was able to to wrestle a live match and. I felt good enough to still go another day like if if Big 10s were going on that weekend I I felt good enough to wrestle the next day still. I was expecting to go out and get the win and uh if anything score more points. So if anything I was a little bit disappointed. I thought I could have wrestled a little bit better that match and it was my last last match in Rec Hall so I I kind of w- wish I would have wrestled a little bit better but uh it was it was good to go out and get a win in a dual meet and still feel good. So well, now- good enough I guess.
0: So now that now that your wrestling career has finally come to a head and, and you've got through you you qualified from the Big Tens, you end up on the podium. When I mean, how soon are you going to take off the shoes and throw them in the closet and just leave them there for a while? <laughs>
1: well, yeah, right now it, I got to rest my body for a while before I get back on the mat. I would love to wrestle freestyle right now, but there's no way. I have to look into you know getting surgery on my shoulder and and my back is just. It's, I mean, it was still nagging me at the tournament and everything. And actually, I pulled my hamstring at Big Tens, too. Dude, so
0: seriously? I, yeah, <laughs> my good. I pulled hamstring. What at have Big you not and, hurt? Uh, what have you not hurt in college? I mean, I mean, uh, maybe my pinky toe or something. I don't know. Yeah,
1: so I actually I pulled my hamstring at Big Tens, and then I uh, I didn't practice live one time, or I didn't wrestle a live match one time leading up to uh, nationals. So that made me a little bit worried it ended up, it was probably better in the long run for my body just because I had so many things going wrong probably ended up benefiting me. So that was hard too. But, uh, you know, now I just, I got to rest up and get this stuff better. And it's, it's so hard because I love wrestling. I love going into practice. I would love to go in and just beat up on some of the younger guys right now. And just, I don't know. It's, it's always fun wrestling freestyle season, but I just got to stay out of the room for a while. And, yeah, I'm I'm interviewing for a couple of chemical engineering positions, but uh I won't be opposed to uh, you know, maybe doing some type of coaching at the division one level or something. So we'll see.
0: So when when Cale Sanderson in his post match press conference at the NCAA said you were a guy that probably shouldn't have been wrestling and, and you're gonna have problems pretty much physically the rest of your life, he wasn't he wasn't sugarcoating it.
1: No, not not really. I'm hoping that, you know, with some rest finally for a while that A lot of things will, uh, will get better, but, uh, you know, my neck has been bothering me for six years now, so I think that's something that, that definitely is going to be with me for a while. And, you know, my shoulder, I got, I got it operated on and it feels better, but it's, it's not as good as it used to be. So I definitely have some things that are, that are lingering on, but I think with some rest, a lot of it will get better.
0: Well, we're talking with James English, All-American, sixth-year senior or graduate student, whichever you want to classify him, after a gritty, not just a gritty run through the NCAA championships, but a gritty and uh, super perseverant career. Uh, James, is there anything out there that you might want to tell the young wrestlers that, uh, or even guys in college now that are thinking about hanging up and maybe if they're physically able to do it, uh, just don't give up?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I would say to them, you know, the only the only person that needs to believe in you is yourself. If you believe in yourself, then you can do it. And if you want it bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. So, despite what everyone else is, I mean, it, you definitely you want support from other people and stuff. You want them to believe in you, but as long as you, you know, I, I I always believed in myself the whole way through. So, as long as you keep that that belief and and you uh, you know set your goals and and you figure out what you want, then you're going to do whatever it takes to get there.
0: There you have it with our guest on the Short Time Wrestling Podcast. Again, Penn State All-American James English battling through every injury known to man except for maybe a hangnail or three. Well, James, we'd like to thank you for for taking the time out and uh, enjoy the rest of your your school year and best of luck to you in the future, sir.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: For James English, this is Jason Bryant and theopenmat.com. You've been listening to the Short Time Wrestling Podcast.